Podcasting from their dining room table in California, it's the Stonebirds with Dave Stone and Katie Strandberg. Get it? Advice and encouragement from two goofballs who can barely run their own lives. Call now at 562-548-2012 to be a part of the show. Now welcome the Stonebirds. Oh my god. Oh boy. Wait. Cecil, who is this? That's, that's old, Cecil. That's old Wendell Austin. What? Uh-huh. What? Wendell Austin? Wendell Austin. Oh boy. Took some LSD and killed his old lady. Uh, well, that's I nothing. don't like this song. That ain't nothing to sing about. You can take that somewhere else. Have you ever killed a woman? <laughs> uh, what the hell kind of question is that? Well, Cecil, you I'm have a, some dark passengers, I'm, and I... I'm a God-fearing man. Oh, boy. I respect women. Do I just you? can't get none of them to stick around. Uh, I try. Well, I'm proud of your effort. Mm-hmm. I've always been crazy. Well, how are your corns doing? I know you had a corn incident on your feet this week. Well, <laughs> let's just say I need more than over the counter. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> you gotta bring in the big guns. Is that why you're wearing Crocs uh, today? I don't, they don't look good. They feel good, though. Yeah. Ooh, they're tight. Uh, it's odd. It doesn't do anything for my foot odor problem, oh, either, God. though. Uh, yeah, I can tell. That's all right. Now, who's this artist? This here's a Whalen. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I don't mind him. That's a Whalen. He's not talking about killing his wife or... Uh, I bet he done some LSD. Have you done LSD? You keep bringing LSD up, no, Cecil. No, I, I, mush- I tried to do mushrooms... Turns out you can't get high off a portobello. Oh boy. So, <laughs> it was a whole, it was a letdown. Oh. It was a big old bowl of nothing. Oh man. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I've never done mushrooms, but I don't think portobello is the way to go. We'll smoke some onions. Okay. Maybe that'll help. Well, mm. all right. I um, got again. I got yard work to tend to. Well, there's not a yard. We don't have a yard. Well, I know. Cecil. I just help out the neighbors, oh, pick God. up trash, weed, eat, whatnot. All right. All well, right. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. I get it from here, bud. All right, then. That's old. That's old. Cecil there. He bought a uh, he bought a steel backpack blower. What? Uh, steel. Uh, brand name steel. Uh, S-T-H-I-L uh, Anyway, he's been out there backpack blowing Blowing, uh, leaf blowing the neighborhood Wow Yeah, even though we don't huh. technically have a yard but uh, We don't have a yard at all He said he so... wanted to p- pitch in Wow <laughs> He said it helps him feel more like uh, part of the community Okay, well, uh, uh, you know, I'm not gonna It's better than It's better than nothing yeah, You know what I mean? True. He's doing his part Everybody's got pitch in Ugh. How you doing, Boo? Boo, I'm so good. How are you? I'm good. What's popping off? Man, it has been 
a journey. Yeah. It has been a dream. It's been a journey and a dream. Oh, it's been great. I There was a key incident the last couple of days. Uh-oh. What's going Are on Are they right doing... Oh, no. Is construction happening? Nonstop noise. Yeah, a lot week. of noise. I'm all... Uh, full disclosure, I'm all jacked up. Really? On, uh, on caffeine. I'm proud of you. So you're a star bista now. Well, you know... If, if you and I, if this marriage is going to work, I thought I'd have to get on the Starbucks train. I understand. So uh, you got me hooked on these uh, triple espresso with sweet cream. I love that. So it's a splash of sweet cream. Guys, if you haven't tried mm-hmm. Starbucks, this is, this is pretty sweet good. cream stuff. I thought you just get said, into if it. You haven't had, if you haven't tried Starbucks, <laughs> I give it a shot. <laughs> it's a small family owned business. Mm-hmm. Oh, if mm-hmm. you know me. I, I love Starbucks, and I'm mm-hmm. proud of you. Yeah, I got uh, triple espresso over ice, splash of sweet cream. I think that's my new jam. Wow. I'm so... You have a go-to drink. I, I this is such drink. growth. Well, I had I had a go-to drink there, too, but uh, or before, but it was just... What is it? Iced white oh, mocha. It's just yeah. too much sugar and calories. I can't just be guzzling those every day. They are delicious. Yeah, though. every now and then I like the iced white mocha. Uh, you also got me on the uh, salted caramel cold brew. Ooh. And th- both of those are delicious, but, uh, you know, come on. I'm the other man. day, I accidentally got you the nitro brew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which mm. is quite different than a white mocha. Um, it's basically just straight gas. It tastes like gasoline. Yeah. But it makes you stay awake for days, and it's lovely. Yeah, it felt pretty good. Good, boo. Yeah, felt good. I mean, I know I'm just proud of you for expanding uh-huh. your mind with Starbucks. It's yeah. kind of like how I am with barbecue with That's you. That's right. I know that you mm-hmm. are a barbecue. Barbecue is your Starbucks. Yes, absolutely. So I honor that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, I want you to go ahead and share with everybody mm-hmm. one of your days that you did this week. You had a little outing. Oh, yeah. And do you want to talk about it? It's like going to church. Well, I talked a lot about it on the Boogie Monster. Oh, you did? But not okay. to assume that everybody listens to both podcasts. So uh, if you do, then uh, just let me be redundant for a bit. But yeah, Friday, uh, I woke up and I... Well, I've been researching this place for, for a month or so. I've yeah. been hearing through the uh, barbecue grapevine about Heritage Barbecue down in Orange County. Ooh. Uh, more specifically, the city of San Juan Capistrano, which is beautiful down there, by the way. It's a beautiful place. And I've been researching it and been watching little YouTube videos, been following their Instagram. And I mean, for lack of a better term, they got me all horned up for barbecue. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> so, so Friday, I woke up with quite a hankering and uh, a clear schedule. And I said, uh, what the hell? I knew it was, well... For, for reference, for, for context, uh, San Juan Capistrano, about an hour and a half away. And I knew that was a, a big ask of you. I was like, mm, not sure if I could get Katie on a three-hour round-trip barbecue journey. Yeah, I'm so, proud of you. Yes. That was that was a kind thing to not invite me. So Thank I, you. I, went, uh, I went solo um, and, and just went down there and just had a good time. You could just scoot your stand up a little bit. Oh, yeah. sorry, guys. That's all right. Mike, Mike Trouble. Yeah, Mike Trouble. That's all right. Mike Trouble with Kat. But yeah, I went, went wow. on a uh, barbecue journey. Really? And, uh, yeah. So It was magical. I just want to paint the picture from my perspective real quick. Um, what I loved about it is you treat going to barbecue much how much like how people treat going to church. It's true. You yes. get all dressed up. Uh-huh. 
you, you I can all dress instead up. of <laughs> like I put on a suit. It's and true. Tie. You're like okay, Sunday best. Up. Yes, you do. You get your favorite shirt out. Your your Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah shorts and a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know but if that's all dressed up. It is. It is. And so then I see instead of a Bible that people take to church, you bring a cooler mm-hmm. and. Uh, Honestly, the glee on your face, I would say, was on par with our wedding day. For no, sure. No, yes. No, no. And that's okay. No, no, no. I get it. I get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? If there were different Starbucks, different mm-hmm. rank- rankings, mm-hmm. I would understand. Yeah. But you looked so gleeful. Yeah. You were just on your way. And I love the commitment. Yeah. So here's the thing mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes you might be a fair weather barbecue fan. What do you mean? Meaning you get really excited Mm -hmm. about, it's like how I am with, you know, body work. Uh (laughs) You know, you get pumped and then you get obsessed. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, yes, Heritage is probably a great barbecue place. But like, Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe, maybe it's not the best. Like maybe if you had Franklin's right mm -hmm. now, like there's no taste test that you've done in a row. Yeah. All at one time. Yeah. In the same setting, like. Mm-hmm. No, I know what you're saying. Um, yeah, I'm probably guilty of. Um, there's some phrase for it, but I can't. I can't remember it. But yeah, the most recent, my most recent experience, I, I'm probably going to speak more highly of. Yeah, of course. You know, uh, for example, I did my. I'm not going to do them again today, but I did my uh, top ten barbecue power rankings yesterday. Yeah. With Kyle, and um, yeah, I, I know what you're saying, but I truly constructed that list. I tried so hard to be objective about it, you know, like non-biased. But, yeah, I can't help but the stuff I had the most recently, Heritage, yeah. uh, it, you know, it's probably going to stick out in my mind a little more. But that being said, I still think I, I truly, I know I hype stuff up a lot. I know I get excited, and there's a there's a certain degree of hyperbole. I truly believe it's the best barbecue I've ever had. Yeah. Well, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. And I brought a bunch home for you. Oh. I mean, I know your palate's not as refined as mine. Yes. Yeah, just because your heart's not in it. It's not. <laughs> if yeah. you could take a lunch pill, <laughs> you would. I absolutely <laughs> would. But what'd you think of it? It was it was mind-blowing. It, was, it really was delicious. Quite an experience. Yes. I could understand mm-hmm. and appreciate how good this is. Yeah. So I'm, I commend you mm-hmm. for... How much did you spend on all the meat that you brought back? Yeah, don't worry about that. It was a lot. <laughs> it was like a catering order. What? How much? <laughs> like, want to go through what you brought back? Are you embarrassed? Well, I, okay. I got a pound and a half of brisket. <laughs> I got, which isn't crazy. I got, if that's all I got, that wouldn't be crazy. Got a pound and a half of brisket. I got a whole half chicken. Well, that's a whole half. I got a half a chicken. Mm-hmm. Um. Got a half rack of ribs, got a quarter pound of pork belly, and two sausage links, and some smoked elote, and some potato salad. So yeah, I dropped 150 bucks, but, you know, but it was not just one meal, you know, I, that's why I brought the cooler. Yeah. I'm not going to drive three hours round trip for, well, I didn't know at the time, but come to find out the best barbecue I've ever had, and not load up and bring a whole bunch home. So yeah. brought the cooler and it was funny because I was down there by myself and, uh, I, I, I ordered, they brought my tray out and I'm just sitting there by my, I look like the fattest son of a bitch 
Just I'm just sitting there with literally, I don't know the math I just did, about three or four pounds of food. Just me just sitting there like, <laughs> all right, here we go. And uh, But I, I immediately got a uh, to-go box and started loading that up. So like people watching, like, see, I'm not going to eat all this right now. I mean, I will later, but yeah, like, I'll eat not. It, you know, a couple of settings. <laughs> But, okay, uh, no, it's it's different meals. I understand that. Uh-huh. I love that. Yeah. That's like a that's a get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't eat your whole meal and then you got a second one, yeah, ah, two for one. Mm-hmm. Hello. Well, especially with a destination meal like that. Like <laughs> destination. Said, you know, if I'm gonna drive a hundred miles a round trip, <laughs> I'm going to bring some home, and it was it was just magical. I'm I'm so glad. And I know I I know you think it's. Stupid, like I, I, I know I, I put too much emphasis in, in passion behind food, but like, I don't think so. Barbecue is such a special thing, yeah. In that you can't just get it on every corner. I mean, there's a lot of barbecue these days, but my point is the really good stuff. You can't order it up from DoorDash. You can't drive through. Like, there's only a few places. No matter where you live, there's mm-hmm. only a few places within a decent drive that do it really well. Some people live in an area where they might be five or six hours away from really good barbecue. I'm not talking just run-of-the-mill, strip mall, drown it in cheap sauce. Here, there you go, it's barbecue. I'm talking about craft artisan barbecue. And yeah. uh, I, I've talked about this. The barbecue, just like gumbo or anything that takes a lot of time. In terms of food, I get excited about because oh, you just you don't have access. Nobody has access uh, to stuff that good. Very well, obviously they do. But I'm saying there's there's only a handful of places in the country that do it like a plus. Yeah. And if you're lucky enough to be close enough to a place that does it a plus, like be be grateful. It is amazing. <laughs> But yeah, it was so much fun. Oh, man. I'm so glad. And it's, well, tomorrow's your birthday. Yeah. Cat's out of the bag. Yep. When, this, when this airs, guys, it is Dave Stone's birthday. Yeah, it'll be my birthday tomorrow. Okay. Or, yeah, as it airs today. I, oh, yeah, today. Today yeah. is Wednesday. Nope, today's Tuesday. No, as it airs, tomorrow. <laughs> we're recording this on Tuesday. Yes. My birthday is yes, Wednesday, yes, yes, the day yes, that this yes, is released. Yes, That's yeah. what I meant. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, birthday eve. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about what you want to do tomorrow. Now, still don't know. Full disclosure, uh-huh. guys, I don't know what the f I'm doing mm-hmm. with this gift. Usually, I have a plan. Mm-hmm. Usually, but I I finally put it all together, and I'm excited about the birthday. But this has been, it's been a hard time to like figure it out. Well, you yeah. know. Well, what do I keep telling you too, though, Boo? You mm. a month and a half ago, you bought me a car. <laughs> <laughs> you bought me a brand new car, so okay. well, I don't need any. Boo, seriously, to get sappy for a moment, I truly feel like the luckiest man in the world. Oh, I you're so foolish. everything I need. I have my dream woman is my wife. I'm oh. just smitten, just smitten with you, boo. I, I totally outkick my coverage. <laughs> I have no business being true. in a marriage with you. That's not so true. I, I got a wonderful wife. I got. Everything I could ever possibly want. You, you, you spoil me and lavish me with ridiculous gifts. I, I don't need anything. I, all I want to do tomorrow is I'd like to go have a good lunch. Yep. And I want to just, just spend some time with you. That's all I want to do. Well, so, so don't worry about buying me anything. 
I'm just concerned because you haven't narrowed down your lunch option. Yeah. Guys, birthday lunch for mm-hmm. Dave is very important. Mm-hmm. You're a foodie. Mm-hmm. It's your birthday. Mm-hmm. You don't want to drive too far, but you want you want a good meal. Yeah, we were thinking about going down to Heritage on my birthday, but then I thought, eh, I don't know if I want to spend three hours round trip in a car yeah. on my birthday. I just I want to take it easy. And I like lunch because we go out in the middle of the day, get a good meal, and then I'm home for the rest of the afternoon and evening. That's I like the best. I like just hunkering down at home. Yeah, it's like yeah. you earned it. Yeah. You earned that time. Yeah, we'll watch That's some the movies. Best. I'll have I'll have some drinks, maybe uh maybe some other things and just just chill, you know? Yes. So yeah, don't feel don't please don't buy me anything. I you bought me a car. Okay. That's that could be my birthday gift for the next 20 years. It's just hard cuz you have to get all Is that is that a thing like your significant other is extremely hard to shop for? You're not super easy to shop for. Am I? I'm easy. I think I'm fun to shop for. That's why I always, I found the loophole (laughs) with your birthday. That's why I just, I always take you on a trip. (laughs) And we both are kind of in that mindset of like, for the most part, I'd I'd rather have an experience than a material thing. Yeah. You know, I I like certain material things. I like, I like records. That's about the only thing I'm materialistic with. But uh, other than that, like, I'd much rather just have an experience and I, I feel like you're kind of that way so I never know what to get you for your birthday so I'm like let's go to Vegas <gasps> I so we're going wait. to Vegas well that's Sunday. the thing we're going to Vegas for my birthday and I'm a trash can our birthdays are just, five days apart five days apart we usually do like a double vacation we just blow it out but we have just gone to Maui so we we have three little furs that we need to take care of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not like coats or anything, yeah. but animals. <laughs> and <laughs> what if we just had to take care? I have to take care of my fur coats at home. <laughs> Someone to come house in our fur coats. Gross. <laughs> but yeah, I so that's why I kind of feel like, oh, you did such an amazing thing. Like I, I'm so excited. Caesar's Palace. Mm-hmm. Never stayed there. Yeah, we're going to Caesar's Palace. But I want you to have a good yours is first. And I wanted to like do something. Big and boo. Let's go throw boisterous. down for lunch. Let's okay. go lunch, and then maybe I'll go record shopping a little okay. bit, and then let's come home and fire up some J's and watch the Braves and just chill out. I'll Live be- our truth. That's right. Live it. Fire up some J's and watch the Braves. That's a good afternoon. What was your favorite gift growing up? Like as a as a kid, <coughs> do you remember a specific birthday that you were like, "This was dope." I don't really remember any gifts. That's okay. funny how, like, no... I remember a few Christmas gifts, certain bikes and stuff like that. But I do remember um, on my seventh birthday uh, was the first time I can remember having a little birthday party. Oh, so we had, had... A, <laughs> we had a little birthday party. So I was uh, about to go into second grade. Okay. So I was I was turning seven in 1984. Okay. And I remember that because the Olympics were on. I remember watching the 84 Olympics that were in Los Angeles. Oh wow! Ironically. And uh, I remember um, it was a surprise party because oh. on my birthday that week I was uh, that's back when I was really uh, the star soccer player of Cherokee County, Georgia. I talked to you about how I used to get written up in the paper all the time. Yeah, you were like a little celebrity. Yeah, that's you were weird. a little soccer star. That's weird that you would have a beat writer for children's soccer. <laughs> I guess they really needed to fill some pages at the oh, Cherokee that. Tribune. I was in the paper every Saturday. Just uh, 
the Strikers, Dave Stone, scored three goals against the Raiders. What a great... Bascom Field, Saturday morning. What a great name yeah. for a team, the Strikers. Yeah, I was on the Strikers. I was on the A-team. Ooh. I, I was on the Cobras. Ooh. But I, uh, point being is I was at soccer camp that week. It was uh, a commute camp. It was, I, I used to go to certain soccer camps where I'd... Like Spend real camp night. where I'd go, you know, to another state for a week or something. Ooh. But this was a soccer camp at Kennesaw College. Uh, I think it's probably Kennesaw State University now, but back then it was just called Kennesaw College. And uh, like four or five days in a row where they, you know, mom would drop me off at like eight in the morning, pick me up at four or five in the afternoon. And I remember, I forget which day of the week was, but it was a weekday and it fell on my birthday. So all day and morning I was at soccer camp. And then when I came home, mom picked me up and we came home and all my little buddies were there. I was like, what are all these cars doing here? Oh, that's so fun. I mean, I knew it was my birthday and I knew, I understood, you know, that we were going to do something. I I assumed that my parents would have me a cake or a dinner or something. So I knew like, oh, this afternoon's my birthday. And I was excited to do something for my birthday, but they didn't tell me about the uh, surprise party. Wow. And uh, we pulled up to my house and there must have been 15, 20 of my little chubby, dumb buddies and their parents, you know, some of them dropped them off. Some of them had their parents with them. But, uh, yeah, I just remember there'd be like 20 little seven-year-olds running around my backyard all oh my afternoon. Gosh. That that was a hoot. I that remember. is fun. Yeah. I, okay, I had a surprise birthday party. Um, actually, a lot of times. <laughs> but once um, we were in Colorado visiting family. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my birthday. Like, when you're about nine mm-hmm. or eight or nine, you're like, man, we're going to be on vacation with family, mm-hmm. you know. But honestly, it was my aunt, uncle, mom, dad, Susie, Judy, and my cousins. And it was just, they surprised me with this cake. Aww. And I remember feeling so special, like, Oh my gosh, all the big kids are like celebrating me. And then I got to go um, play with like outside and their backyard was just amazing. And I got presents like I, it was just the best. It it just felt so good because it was like, oh, like surprise birthday parties as a little kid uh-huh. is so cool. Like that is just like and especially when adults throw it. Woo. <laughs> I was an old woman way back in the day even. Nice. But, yeah. yeah. So what were you, let's go with desserts now. Mm-hmm. This is important. Mm-hmm. Were you a, like, I know, were, you were a cake person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Back then, I was definitely a cake person. That, I remember that specific birthday I'm talking about. My mom had made me a chocolate cake, but it was like in a, in a rectangle pan. Yes. And oh. uh, it was chocolate, I think it was chocolate cake with chocolate icing, but then it, with chocolate chips, she had spelled out David. Like, is it David? That is chocolate so chips. cute. I remember that, and I was like, oh, he's nice. That's... I can't remember what gifts I got or anything, but I remember the cake, and I remember the party. So. Oh, that is adorable. Yeah. Little, little seven-year-old <laughs> back from soccer camp. Yeah. I remember uh, th- th- another birthday. I remember this is not to be a bummer, but my first uh, year here. I had just moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a couple of months prior, and... Uh, I only had a few good buddies here at that time because I had just moved here. 
And uh, but all my good friends were out of town for some reason, and I was broke as shit. I was living in the van, and I remember I scrounged up like twelve bucks, and I went to Shakey's Bunch of Lunch. Oh no! By myself <laughs> for my <laughs> and my own little birthday celebration. Oh. I was like, I'm at least go eat some pizza buffet. I remember I got uh, Shakey's Bunch of Lunch. So yeah. the pizza buffet. They also have fried chicken. Interesting. So fried chicken and pizza. That was on my thirty uh, fifth birth thirty fifth birthday. Ten years ago. Interesting. Ten years ago. Been in L.A. ten years. Wow. Were you, do you remember being like super, was that depressing for you? Or were you like, oh, well. A little, but at the same time, I'm like, dude, you're 35. You're not, you're not 12. Yeah. You know, most years I try to spend my birthday with friends or family. uh, But just for whatever reason, you know, they only, I was buddies with Kyle. I had a few other good buddies that, Buddies that were close enough that that if they were in town, I would want to maybe hang out at a bar with. Uh, but all those guys were out of town, and I was like, I don't know what to do. And I think I, I don't know if I had a show that night, but I just remember being in the van, just being poor, being like, eh, this is kind of a dud of a birthday. And then I was like, I'm gonna go to Shakey's. I'm so pizza. glad you went to Shakey's. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you took yourself on a date. Yeah, I took myself on a. Uh, on my 21st birthday, I spent alone too. I remember that. I was in Cumming, Georgia, and <laughs> I remember vividly, I went in the morning, I went and got my uh, concealed carry permit, because I was finally 21. <laughs> of course. I love how you did an errand. Yeah, yeah. You're like, okay. <laughs> I worked, I was working at a radio station, so I worked like a half, my boss gave me half the day off, so I worked, you know, till about noon, then I went and got my gun permit, I went to Longhorn, and got a good steak by myself, and then, for some reason, I went to a movie. I watched uh, something about Mary. Ooh. Yeah, 1998, my 21st birthday. Now, so you were kind of a lone wolf on that birthday. I was a lone wolf on that, but I wasn't living in a van or anything. But uh, it was, you know, I didn't have a girlfriend at the time. I was living in a city that I didn't know anybody. That that whole five, six-year radio period was weird because I was always in a town. I'd moved like nine times in five years in during radio career. And, uh, but I was always in a town where I didn't really, you know, it wasn't my hometown. I didn't have any friends other than, like, people I worked with. So I just remember thinking, eh, you know, I don't really have anything to do today on my birthday. I'll go get my gun permit, get a steak, and watch a movie. Was that one of your favorite birthdays? It was, it was a good one, yeah. That's I mean, I would have rather spent it with, you know, <laughs> some friends or somebody. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I, I've always been good with uh, just going out and doing something by myself. It's kind of nice. Like, I, I remember having a couple adult birthdays where I just chilled and mm-hmm. did what I want, and it was lovely. Yeah. Like, you get to reflect. You get to just take some time, and mm-hmm. then you get to do you, whatever you want to do that day. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Get a couple birthday calls. Happy as a clam. <laughs> That's all I need. But, yeah. So, uh, seriously, boo, I literally have everything I could ever want. Yeah. I've got a new car. I've got plenty of records. I know. I but got a great wife. I got three little goober pets. They really are goobers. I, I want for nothing, boo. I want for nothing. All I want to do is hang out with you. That's so sweet. I'm going to vomit. <laughs> yes. Seriously. Like in a lot of years, like I'll meet a bunch of friends at a bar, maybe do a little day drink or something. I just, for whatever reason, I just don't have the desire to do that this year. Okay. So I wonder I just, why. I don't know. I don't know why. Just, just kinda... I'd rather, I'd rather hang out here. I'd rather hang out with you. Do you get the birthday blues at all? I know. Nah, I never get the birthday blues. Never. You've never. I'm, I'm truly 
like I know this is cliche, but uh, I'm <laughs> this is how old I'm getting. But I, I'm just truly thankful that I had another tick, you know. Yeah. Yeah, ticked off another click on the old odometer. Oi, I know. Yeah. You better live. Don't you go dying on me. (laughs) Speaking of which. Oh, weird transition. transition Guys, things have been dark. Things have been... We missed last week because it was... Last week was a a rough one emotionally for for both of us, but mainly for you because... Yeah, weird segue, but uh, your beloved Aunt Joni passed away. Guys, Aunt Joni was lit. Um, (laughs) She was just a cool lady. Yes, um... Okay, so... We don't, I mean, if this is going to bum you out, we don't have to dig too deep into this, you know? No, I'm excited to talk about her because she was just so neat. I I think to... As dis- if you haven't dealt with enough loss in the last couple oh, of years. No, it's not about me. I, She had a heart attack. It was fast. Um, My Aunt Joni was best friends with my dad, and they were adorable. Aunt Joni and dad lived... In the past eight years, they my dad moved to be close to Aunt Joni, and they wanted to just take care of each other. So it was just, she would come over there probably almost every day. They would visit. Mm-hmm. She called him Bub. Hi, Bub. Yeah. She would just come waltzing in. They were and, so cute together. What a cute sibling couple. And she just, and talk about glam before, like being an influencer mm-hmm. before influencing was a thing. She was so put together, but not in a fake, creepy way. Mm-hmm. In like a no, I wanna, I wanna show my best self today. Yeah, she a lot of makeup, a lot of jewelry, but not over the top. It worked. Yeah, you know, some especially as some, and I don't know anything about anything, yeah. but as some women tend to get older, maybe they overcompensate with the makeup and the hair and the clothes. Like she was always made up to the nines. But it worked. It didn't look silly or overdone. No, and it was, I don't know, I've, I'm have i so grateful that I got to spend time with her, especially in the past couple of years with Dad. And I just remember asking her, like, getting to know her deeper, you know? Like, hey, what's, uh, uh, she, she, a lot of times older people will give you clues. Mm-hmm. And they'll just drop a lot of information, and instead of just glossing by it and then talking about yourself, I had to really like catch my ego and be like, "Oh," and and Aunt Joni's story is so interesting. Like she ran her own business, mm-hmm. started out of her garage. She it was uh, fake flowers at first, like mm-hmm. arrangements, but then she grew it into this like interior design, mm-hmm. awesome, just um. It, it was beautiful. It was, she had a huge warehouse. It was called Joe Dell. Um, and she would have all of her fake flowers. She had doves inside the store. So you would always hear like, krr, Wow. <laughs> yes. And then you could walk around and it was like, oh, it was like going to a furniture store, like living spaces, but like in so much more character and kindness and she just shined, and that was, like, her thing. So not only did she run her own business, she had two kiddos. She had um, a beautiful marriage uh, that – talk about a cute pair. Mm-hmm. Like, they were just adorable. Yeah. And so, oh, I hate that. And he's I, – Hector was, what, eight or ten years older than her, or is. Yeah, he's and in his 80s. And we all just – you know, you just kind of do the math, and you just think, well – you know, he'll probably pass before she does, but uh, 
This kind of caught everybody off guard. It did. It was so fast, and I'm still kind of in shock. And but I I think what gives me so much comfort is that I I got to talk to her mm-hmm. like two days before. Y'all had a lunch date scheduled for the day she passed, right? No, it was the day after. The day it after. Was, she it was two on, days after. Okay. She died on a Saturday. And y'all were supposed to go have lunch on Monday. Yeah, we made a plan to meet at Mimi's Cafe in Tustin because. She loved Mimi's Cafe, and I I had such an amazing talk with her. Usually, Aunt Joni kept her conversations, like my dad and mom, under three minutes, yeah. like, a, like a bad open mic. Like, it was like a tight three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they get the light. And so we were doing the tight three, and I could tell it was kind of surfacy. but then I said, oh, Aunt Joni, I shared that we went to Maui, and... You know, I've I've shared with it on the podcast that I made peace with God. And she just opened up in this way where I I know Aunt Joni's Christian, Mm -hmm. or it was. But it was just like, oh, Katie, I'm so happy. I've been praying. And it was just her, her sweetness of, and her relationship with God. And she was just talking about God in such a cool way and... I mean, talk about finding somebody's passion and hearing them talk about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Aunt Joni and I talked for 15 minutes on the phone. That is a record, yeah. like for sure. And I just feel honored that I got to have that conversation with her. Mm-hmm. It's so neat. And I remember hanging up and being like, wow, that was so special. I got to know Aunt Joni more, and I can't wait for Monday. And... And when I got the phone call from my cousin on Friday night, it was just like, I I didn't realize how much I loved her mm-hmm. <laughs> until she's gone. Yeah. You know, like it's, my counselor, Dr. Julie says that it's a good thing when you feel so much and so deeply for somebody that when they pass, you are devastated, mm-hmm. you know? Of course. I, and I will miss Aunt Joni every day, but I'm so, I do believe she's sitting up there with dad, mm-hmm. mom, Don, you know what I mean? Like just Susie hanging out and just, I, I feel her with me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just really cool. Yeah. And she was in a lot of pain. Like Aunt Joni had so many health problems and you would never know. You would never know. She would had like, she would get steroids in her back and this crazy, like she had to like, 10 stints in her heart, like so many things, but you would never know. Yeah. And it caught me off guard because I never think of, she was a petite woman. Tiny. I never think of petite, tiny women, regardless of age, getting heart attacks. When you think of a heart attack, you think of a heavy set dude in his 50s or 60s or 70s, you know? I I mean, yeah. I remember, okay, I want to share this one story Mm -hmm. because I think... It's just amazing. So my dad and mom, my Nana, their mom, was quite a character. Mm -hmm. She was just mean. Really? (laughs) To my (laughs) aunt and dad. So I like how you called her a character, because that's in the South, uh, that's code, too. Like, oh, my grandpa, he's a real character. Yeah, I mean. He's a racist. Yeah, she was verbally abusive, Mm -hmm. for sure, and and was mean, like cold and mean to her kids. Really? My granddaddy was very 
I mean, he was the nicest guy hmm. you could have ever imagined. He, you know, called Anchoni sweetheart and would just like, oh, I, I protect your heart and would, would take her to movies if she broke up with her boyfriend. You know, just a kind soul. And Nana was so mean. Just really got wanted them to have jobs at 13. Never went to my dad's football game. Never showed Anchoni any type of, you know, there was no mothering really going on. Hmm. So Ma, uh, Dad, and Anchoni kind of had to be a team. You know, you mm-hmm. you have like each other and your dad. That's nice, mm-hmm. but um, so I really feel for my dad, and and I could see how he would get those mannerisms. You mm-hmm. know, if you have that much anger, if you're raised by somebody, that's your normal. Like someone yelling at you all the time, you know. It's like, oh, okay, I'm used to this. I'm used to being yelled at, being called a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I'm used to that. And so then when you go into your real life and have kids, I'm imagining like that that was your blueprint. So you do kind of the same thing. But Nana was the best Nana ever. My grandma, Nana, was just, oh, the best. Best Nana. That's odd that she would be a mean mom but a great grandma. yeah. And no one would say mean mom, but like the stories that people tell are like, and my dad would always be so hurt and frustrated by her, but she had this control over him. And I remember being like, man, I, I understand why dad has a temper and he was a great granddad. Mm -hmm. Like my dad to my nephews, I mean, was a star. Mm -hmm. Like he just loved those boys so much. And of course he did. But that was almost his permission, like, okay, I'm a, I could be a hard, strict dad, but uh, as a granddad, I could just, I could just play, mm-hmm. which I'm grateful for, mm-hmm. but I'm also like, what the fuck, dude? Why couldn't you be a little <laughs> nicer when we were young? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and I, anyway, I remember Aunt Joni, I remember saying, wow, I've heard stories about Nana and, from dad. And it just sounds like she was really hard on you guys. And she was like, oh, you know, I I forgave my mom a long time ago. And I sure do love her and I miss her. But it was like she had to come. She came to that mm. healthy conclusion. And she chose to help her getting older and, you know what I mean, being there for my dad and stuff. And my dad chose to be resentful and sad and not let go. Mm-hmm. And I... I'm so grateful I got to see the yin and yang of this family dynamic. You know what I mean? Of, okay, this is coming from a mom that was pretty hard and monstrous. (laughs) Look at the two people that came from the same thing. And my dad went one way. And, you know, it's probably the eldest kid, angry, that generation of man, macho-ness. And then Anjoni chose a different way. And I've, I mean... In even driving, I would drive with my dad and he just would scream and yell at people and hated everybody on the road. Aunt Joni you drive with and she's just letting people go yeah. and she enjoying so the ride. I mean, one day she told me like, Katie, I just wake up and I just love being a woman. I get <laughs> ready and I'm just like, thank you, God, for making me a woman. I just love it. And and she really meant it. Yeah. Like she really did. She had such a positive point of view and it was like, really? Like, I never really trusted it growing up because I was like, she must be, like, 
beating people, like, sometimes. I feel like that might be uh, the problem you have with certain people when you first meet them, is people are like, this chick's gotta be fake, right? She's too positive. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, you, you just... I thought when I first met you, I was like, is, is this gal for real? Because you were the most positive, optimistic, jolly person I had ever met. Oh. And if, you know, when you're just accustomed to just everybody around you just being jaded and cynical and over it, you know, it's like, wait a minute, what's... Is this real? Nope. Oh, this this is real. This is just how this gal is. Cool. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you, you and Aunt Joni are very similar in that regard. That's so sweet. Yeah. Well, before the wedding, I do have to share this. Uh, Aunt Joni took me on a shopping spree. Mm-hmm. It was adorable. She was like, okay. So she took my dad's credit card and was like, bub, she would call my dad bub. Bub, we're going to go shopping. And he, my dad adored Aunt Joni. I mean, it was just like, oh, whatever Aunt Joni said goes. Mm-hmm. And she saved my dad's life. I mean, a thousand times going over there when he would fall. And But anyway, um, so we went to this boutique that was in Tustin, California, and she knew the owner, and everyone loved Aunt Joni. Like, every... She was like a celebrity. It felt like (laughs) I was with, like, the band. You know what I mean? Like, it was just going into her world. And she knew... They did fashion shows there that she modeled in. Like, I didn't know that. That's adorable. But so we were trying on stuff, and, and even if something looked ridiculous on me, like, I remember trying on this cream dress where I looked just like a weird, like, nun in white... Uh, she was just like, well, maybe, maybe something different. Like she was just so (laughs) positive even in that. So we got a few dresses and outfits that I still have that I love. And, um, she made me do a fashion show in front of my dad, which felt very like, oh, look at me, daddy. But, um, (laughs) but she, baby look pretty now, baby look pretty. But she, I, she was like, Katie, you're so beautiful, and and you you should put your shoulders back because you're important, Katie. Like you're you're an important person, and you're so lovely. And just walk into a like she was just. It's like what RuPaul does to that <laughs> uh, when he coaches like the drag queens on Drag Race. Like it was like you're enough. Like you don't need to put on an act, and you're you're just a beautiful woman and you're important. And my dad was listening to it and I've never felt more like, Oh, like this pretty beautiful aunt is telling me that I'm important and pretty. And, and she was like, you're a model. And I mean, just her building me up was, um, one of the kindest things I've ever experienced. And, uh, watching somebody that really, uh, loves life that much was an honor. It was really cool. Yeah. So, ah. Uh. She was absolutely right. Oh, well, thank you. No, but I, you know when you hear that from somebody where you're like, oh, cool. Like, you see me. And I felt like I saw her. Mm-hmm. Like, she was more than just, like, this pretty lady. Like, she was a smart, funny, amazing artist. Mm-hmm. So talented. I mean, what she has dealt with and what she has accomplished is just awesome, especially being a woman, Mm -hmm. especially in the generation she grew up in. You know, I just, um, I'm, I'm just, I, I love her deeply. I continue to love her deeply and I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I got to spend some time and that phone call. I'll just, 
I'll really relish that forever. It's funny how a, a simple phone call mm-hmm. just will do that. She really was special. Uh, seriously, not to be redundant, but it's the same way I feel about you. Just <laughs> like, wow, what a breath of fresh air. She was a breath of fresh air. Just always positive, mm-hmm. always friendly, mm-hmm. smart, funny. Mm-hmm. She got a lot of my weird jokes. I know she really did. <laughs> she, she got my weird jokes too. She, She'd be like, "Oh, Katie." Yeah, she picked up on nuance. And she loved my mama. Oh, she loved my mom. They would go to lunch. That's great. They would shop at Chico's. There's a. I still have. I have a gift card and a little like flower thing I got Anchoni and Maui because funny fact her and Hector her husband they loved Maui mm-hmm. Anchoni I didn't picture Anchoni ever traveling and she was like oh we've been there like three times and I was like what now like I didn't even know you left the state yeah. <laughs> but she was like that was just heaven and I think that's beautiful and isn't it heaven and she kept saying heaven and I was like it really was mm-hmm. So I just picture. We were Ant- saying that when we were there. I mean, it, I know it's a cliche thing, but it, I couldn't equate it to anything else. It's like this feels heavenly. Yeah. If it this did. is what heaven is like, then yeah, I'm I'm on board. Yeah. Because like, everything there were certain days and certain uh, situations where it was like this is perfection. Yeah. Like looking at the sunset and the water and the sand and the. The landscaping and it was just like this is like a heavenly place. Yeah. And it's funny that she would keep referring to it as such. So I do, I picture her in her Maui heaven and I, I just, I don't know. I just am so glad she's out of pain. I mean, that's, I didn't realize how much pain she was in. I think she was in a lot more than, and, and listen, she kept my dad going Mm -hmm. and, and I think the real love of her life was my dad. Mm -hmm. And I think same thing with my dad. If aunt Joni passed before my dad, my dad wouldn't have even survived. I don't think. So it's that's great because that that yeah. seems rare. Yeah, that, that siblings would be that tight that long. Yeah, like best friends mm-hmm. every day, phone call every day. Yeah, and that's, just that's what are you doing? It's my sister. <laughs> and just uh, she would always be like, Katie, Katie, how are you? Like, but she meant it sincerely, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's just it's so neat and special when you have these beautiful people in your life. And I just smile. I think of her and just smile and have not just great memories, really great memories. That's awesome. And you were so shocked and hurt when you got the news, uh, rightfully so. But one thing I, I had to remind you, just like my father and just like your father, at the very least, if there's a silver lining, is it was swift and they didn't suffer. Yeah. As opposed to other scenarios. Like I've said before, my grandmother, she had Alzheimer's 12 years before she passed. And we all watched her over 12 years just slowly deteriorate and eventually spend like the last five years in a nursing home. And shit like that's just, just traumatic to just watch someone you love just deteriorate and so at the very least, at least it was swift. I, I'm so thankful, like, as much as I miss my father, and as, as, as shocking as his passing was, I mean, it was, he went in the, not to rehash that story, but he went into the hospital on Wednesday and died on Saturday. And, you know, at least it wasn't a 
several weeks or months or like my grandmother's case years yeah i mean my mom was years my Mm -hmm. mom was i mean it wasn't like 14 Mm -hmm. it wasn't that long it was about two and a half Mm -hmm. even that is but watching somebody physically and mentally kind of just shut down Mm -hmm. i mean that's that's heart-wrenching i can't imagine doing that for 14 years so yeah i i just whoever's dealing with stuff right now regarding that i'm so sorry Mm -hmm. and you're not alone and honestly i would like to suggest going to (laughs) um if you're caring for your parents or you know there's so many resources but there's also caregiver groups online you can join and it helps Mm -hmm. because if you are the primary caregiver of your mom or dad or older person in your life, whoo, you need somebody to talk to. So mm-hmm. there are resources. Yeah. I just wanted that. I had to find like a zillion people to talk to. Mm-hmm. But rest but in yeah. peace, Aunt Joni. Rest in peace, Aunt Joni. I love you and a life well lived. Truly lived a, lived a good, full life. Hell yeah. Brought a lot of joy to a lot of people. So many people she went to. She just mm-hmm. had such a big life, mm-hmm. big heart. She'll be missed, but yeah. like I said, with your parents and my dad, and she can't die again. Spirit's always going to be here. Yeah, can't take that away from you. Yeah. So her spirit and the the attributes and and positive things that she passed on to you, no one no one can take that away from you again. So. Not at all. Nope. So that's awesome. Rest Missy in peace, and Joni. Joni. We love you. Oh boy, I'm just so sorry that you had to deal with another loss, boo. It's just. It's just been too many of late, but that's life. It is. When when most of your family is over 70. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because even my therapist was like, uh. Well, that was the last close elder in your family. You don't. I know you've got uh, a few other aunts and uncles, you know, distantly, but yeah. as far as your inner circle, that, that was the, the last elder. Yeah, it really was. And it. It feels strange, but it also feels like I can take what I learned and and just continue to go. I mm-hmm. wanna I wanna be a light like Aunt Joni. I wanna try to like I'm really just trying to live my every day like, okay, how can I help people? How can I be better? How can I, you know my my Aunt Joni had a self-love that was actually self-respect. Mm-hmm. And it was very much like she really did take her time to get dressed in, in the mornings and be so giving mm-hmm. and, and loving to other people and and really taught me, like, because some days I'll just, like, wake up. You know, I struggle with depression. It's like I don't want to even put sweats on. That's a hard thing. But I'm like, oh, if I get dressed, if I, if I respect myself mm-hmm. every morning and just even shower, put on some lipstick and try – you do feel better. Yeah. You really do. And I and even brushing my teeth, even doing just daily little things, I wanna make Aunt Joni proud. Like, mm-hmm. look, I can dress up and I can do stuff and try and not be an asshole. So that's my goal in life. Not to be an asshole. It's really I've been saying it for years. Just don't be a shithead. <laughs> Just don't be a shithead. That's really all you got to do. Just listen. Don't the person in front of you is the most important. Mm-hmm. So that's that I try to live by, mm-hmm. but not in an overbearing, let me vomit all over mm-hmm. you way. Mm-hmm. And ooh, phone's ringing and I can't find hey, it. Watch out now. Oh boy. Sorry, guys. 
anyway. Well, rest in peace, Aunt Joni. Oh, Aunt Jay. Uh, to pivot and some back to something a little more lighthearted, we yes, went please. to a fun show the other night. Woo! I am so full, cool. You had a fun experience. Guys, I went out on a Friday night, first of all. Went out on a Friday night in Los Angeles. That's a big deal for us. Hollywood, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest. I took an Uber. Took an Uber. I mean, you. I didn't throw up. You didn't puke. <laughs> you have a tendency to puke in Ubers. It was great. I ate so many marijuana edibles. It was <laughs> probably not right to be out. It was the perfect thing for the band that we watched. Yeah, what was the name of the band? We went to see Les Claypool of Primus fame. And many other side projects. But uh, his weird little jazz uh, quartet. Quartets four? Yeah, I think that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Les Claypool's Bastard Jazz at the Ford Amphitheater in Hollywood. Across the street from the Hollywood Bowl. An outdoor amphitheater. Probably probably sat about 2,500, maybe 3,000. Average size theater, but outdoors. Uh, amphitheater. Um Absolutely gorgeous. That's where the L.A. Philharmonic performs. Mm -hmm. And the backdrop to the stage is literally the Hollywood Hills. I mean, and palm trees Mm -hmm. and magic. And there was smoke and lights and amazingness. Like, it was breathtaking. It's the most fun I've had. I know recently I talked about Drive-By Truckers in Joshua Tree was one of the funnest shows I've seen. This was right up there with that in terms of zero annoyances. Uh, as much as I like live music and live performance, a lot of times there's always at least one or two things that annoy me. Just like we went to see Southern Culture on the Skids a few months ago. So loud that Ready it to rock. It's just way too loud. We had to leave early. A lot of times, you know, I don't like standing for two hours. I don't like strangers sweating all over me. Well, it's just hard for me to exit the home. <laughs> so I'm happy if I go outside and get some fresh yeah. air. But watching... Watching that was, it was like performance art. I really do like Primus. I really do. Yeah, I really enjoy. We saw them in Athens. Oh yeah, because it's like an opera. It really mm-hmm. is just watching this really visually cool thing. I I think that's what my problem is with concerts, because mm-hmm. a lot of them aren't performancey. It's like yeah, it's all about the music. Somebody on a stage and yeah. blah blah blah, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really. That music geeky, mm-hmm. you know, my my iPod is full of my iPod. Your iPod. <laughs> my iPod. My boombox is <laughs> just like a Katy bunch Perry of, from yeah. 10 years ago. But anyways, when I get to see... Yeah, there's a light show. There's lights. And just the way it was jazz, so it was just like improvised mm-hmm. music yeah. was so cool. And then the edibles kicked in. Mm-hmm. And I became kind of a weird trucker persona. Yeah, you that you forgot that you were odd. in public. We were in line to get a beverage, <laughs> and and again, this is Les Claypool, so it's not the opera, but <laughs> the nice... setting, the the venue was, you know, like I said, the Philharmonic place. It's it's a <laughs> kind of a bougie black tie affair type venue. <laughs> And we're standing in line, and you just go, man, I'm hot as balls. <laughs> and I was like, boo, we're in public. <laughs> I honestly didn't realize how loud I was. when I'm, I'm hot as balls. You do tend to do that. When you get real high, your uh-huh. volume goes up. Does it really? Yeah. I become booming? Yeah. I have a booming so, voice? Uh, even here, I'm like, boo, the windows are open. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's good to know, because yeah. I just, well, you... 
I didn't realize we were in like it was kind of a bougie line. And these three people behind us when I they were very close. They weren't abiding by the mm-hmm. CDC guidelines. Mm-hmm. They were like very close to me. So that's on them. But also I could feel them just be like, what the fuck? <laughs> and even I in my high state was like, oh, that was loud and weird. And then your face was horrified. And I was like, sorry. Well, I just that's one of my pet peeves. I hate drawing <laughs> uh not even negative, but just unnecessary attention to me. I never want to be the loud guy. I know. I never and I think a lot of that's just because I get my fill of that being a stand-up comic. I don't need any more attention during my day. I get I plenty totally of attention on stage. But yeah, I never want I to want be the, all the attention. Loud, all the time. Guy. <laughs> I'm the opposite. <laughs> Everybody look at me, I'm amazing. Yeah. Okay. But you had you enjoyed it. I actually did. It was great. I, and you know what my favorite part was? What's that? The walk home. Yeah, you like to you I like love walking the at night. night. Walks. You love a good night walk. It's so fun. Yeah, we walked a mile or two down uh, Hollywood Boulevard, down Coanga. All Hollywood the lights, Boulevard. all the action, yeah. all the uh, you feel neat. <laughs> you know what? You feel like hey, you know downtown. Remember that song? Mm-hmm. When you're alone and all the blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. you can always go downtown. That's how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, just an absolute blast. Uh, It was a four-piece. Les, of course, on bass. He had a drummer. He had a tenor saxophonist. Saxophonist? Is that the Mm. right term? And then he had somebody rocking the xylophone. Ooh, that was a little much. I didn't like (laughs) that. I I like the xylophone. I I enjoyed the xylophone. See, that's what it felt. What they did with it. It felt like Nintendo music at that point. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Much like video game music when they, he was freestyling with the, whatever, the phone. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was harsh. Yeah. But I then again, it. I was in a different planet. Different. So yeah. who am I to judge? And then uh, about halfway through the set, he brought out his primus guitarist, uh, Larry Lalonde, uh, also known as Lur. And he played guitar on a few songs. But as far as the, the regular setup, there was no guitar. That was just kind of a little speci- special drop-in, since I assume he probably he might live around here or he was in town. But, uh, yeah, just uh, bass, drums, uh, saxophone, and xylophone. And no singing. Um, just all, all cool instrumental yeah. and just... I, I love just classic rock and roll. Like, not cla- I like classic rock, but I just mean standard, straightforward, meat and potatoes, you know, guitar, drums, uh, bass. Um, um, what am I? Yeah, that's, that's really the three components to a classic rock setup. But, yeah. Um, and, and, of course, my point is I like a good song. I love a good song. I like songs. I like lyrics. I like songwriting. But also sometimes this just felt like a whole different mm-hmm. thing. It did. It, it felt almost like a, a musical. Yes. And just but like a cool musical and that we were a part of. The music was so good. The, the, his musicians, the band was so good. The light show, the seating was great. Uh, we were kind of in the back. We we're sitting down. Uh, there was lot, plenty of elbow room. You know, I, I always, whenever it's uh, just like I do when I'm buying plane tickets. I when you buy a specific seat. I'd rather sit farther away if it means there's less people around me yeah. than, than have a better vantage point but be crowded. So we sat in the back and had plenty of elbow room and uh, just sat there probably about two hours and just it big, was amazing. big stupid grin on my face the whole time. So Well, there was an incident. Mm-hmm. Um, the hair. The hair and the drink. 
Oh, right, right, right. That I am just game. not loving where the cup holders are yeah. at these venues. Same thing with baseball games. Mm-hmm. Why is it right there in hair level? Yeah. Should be a little lower. This lady kept a little lower. flopping her hair in my cocktail. So you burped at her. So I sent a, I sent a barbecue burp her way. <laughs> a weaponized belch. Did she notice? Uh, yes. Oh, I didn't notice yeah. that. It was one of those silent ones where, you know, it wasn't audible. Oh. But keep in mind, I had just, it's the same day I traveled down and ate Heritage Barbecue. So I'd already had a lot of, a lot of smoked meat in my system. Yeah. And I floated a, a couple uh, well-placed uh, aromatic belches her way, and I did notice her like look around and have this weird look on her face, like "What the fuck is that?" Well, so, I love how you're like, "Yeah, I bet she doesn't know." There was only us behind her. <laughs> and there, there were other a, people, but no, there were but people behind were, us. There's no way there were people the radius us. of yeah. the people behind us. It wouldn't well, hit her. So yeah, no wonder she was giving us looks. Yeah, yeah. We're just these smelly idiots. Maybe be a little more. <laughs> Self-aware of your surroundings, not Ooh. flop your hair in my cocktail. Yeah. If you if you put a hair in a drink, mm-hmm. you have a burp coming to you. Speaking or a fart, which, even. You, what? We, I had, uh, I, I, we split up in separate lines. Yeah. Because you were going to get some snacks, and I was going to get a cocktail, and I got me a cocktail. And then when you got out of your line, you had two cocktails for me. So here we are. I'm walking <laughs> back with three cocktails. I had so many cocktails. <laughs> my favorite thing is getting you wasted. Yeah, you like to get me I love lubed it. up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's so fun because you're such it. a happy drunk. Yeah, I'm a happy like, drunk. I'm, this is great. I, that is, uh, that's something I'm, I don't know if proud's the right word. I don't know if I have anything to do with it, but I'm fortunate that uh, when I get uh, a little intoxicated, I just get goofy and silly. Yeah. I'm I not mean, a mean drunk. You're not. I'm not a quiet, like, you know, weird. Yeah, you, you don't know, get emo. Emo drunk. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just a goofball. You yeah. don't say, like, your mom didn't want you born. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> oh, well, let's wrap it up, Boo. All uh, right. So good uh, catching up hey, with you. Good catching up with you. Uh, we're going to take next week off. We'll be in Vegas. What? Going to uh, Caesar's Palace. Ooh, I'm going to dress as a Roman all week. Is we, that racist? Uh, yeah, I don't know. You got to be careful with that. Uh, Roman, but that, oh, okay, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it's a bit sorry much. guys. <laughs> but uh, got some nice plans for you on your birthday. We got some spa what? day appointments. We got some sushi reservations. Oh and uh, biggest biggest thing, guys, Charlie's going to Vegas Charlie's with us. Charlie's coming too. He's coming. And guess what else? The Vanderpump Garden cocktails is in. That's right. Caesar's Palace, everybody. Right on. Lisa Vanderpump from the Smash Hits series, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Get a $30 cocktail. Mocktail. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I'll pay $30. Want to know why? Because I love her. And I hope (laughs) to see her. And it's going to be a birthday treat. (laughs) But I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And, uh, well, happy early birthday, Bib. Thank you, Boo Boo. I'm excited to just kick it with you tomorrow. Yes. And just uh, have some fun. Uh, word of mouth this week. Oh, um, my word of mouth is the Trevor Project. It's a really amazing charity. Uh, it is basically free therapy for LGBTQ&A folks that are younger uh, who are going through it. So they get to call hotline and the people trained. Did you say LGBTQ&A? I think it's Q and A, and I What's don't know what the. A? I heard, I know the Q is it asexual? plus. There's a. I I'm not correcting you. I'm just I, I don't understand I, all the. I just know there's. I know that's a hack premise too. Like no, what? What's each letter mean? No, I no, know. I need them to. All. I need to educate yeah. myself with that as mm-hmm. well. Um, 
But yeah, it's free counseling uh, for all youth, or even if you're struggling and you're, you know, a, not a youth call. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was their and it was uh, their anniversary yesterday. So, you know, I, I donated on my Instagram. So if you just go to my Instagram, it'll see it'll be like Katie Strandberg donated because she's a good person. That's what it says. Not really, but you could just click that link mm-hmm. or just go to the trevorproject.org okay. and any little bit helps. And it's a great, 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 great organization. So awesome. Can't say enough. Uh, the Trevor Project. Yes. Right on. Yes, yes, yes. Cool, boo. Uh, where can we find you on Instagram? KT Low Strandberg. There you go. And also on TikTok, yeah. where I drop some videos from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at KT Low Strandberg. It's actually, there's a G now. There you go. I think, I don't know what you happened. Fixed it? I didn't. I don't know. Oh, Maybe boy. someone hacked into it. Anyway, long story short. <laughs> Look for me on TikTok, boo. Oh, boy. What do you have to plug? Uh, some live dates. Myself and Ryan Singer heading out uh, in a couple of weeks. Where will we be? We'll be in Cincinnati on August. Uh, I can't read my calendar. Hold on. Yeah, August uh, 18th through the 21st. Ryan's headlining Go Bananas since we're going out together. I Not that it matters, but I also headline Go Bananas sometimes. But I'm going to be the, the middle act just so we can uh, start this tour together. So you can see me. Do about 30 minutes. You can see uh, Ryan do about uh, 45 to an hour. Uh, I think we're doing uh, maybe six shows uh, in Cincinnati at Go Bananas. That's the 18th through the 21st. Uh, the 23rd of August, we'll be in Philadelphia at Helium. And the 24th, we'll be in Buffalo at Helium as well. Oh, and before Cincinnati, we're in Fayetteville, West Virginia on the 16th. So, uh, Oh, and this is uh, a little bit further down the road, but uh, Atlanta folks... October 20th, that's a Thursday night, the Earl Fantastic Rock Club. I opened for Patton Oswalt there years ago. I opened for Brian Posehn there years ago. I've seen bands there. Uh, Just a wonderful, cool little rock club. The Earl uh, in East Atlanta, Thursday, October 20th. Uh, Come see me there, and uh, if things work out, uh, might be filming a special that night. Yes! I am uh, so proud of you. Everyone go. Everyone go. Hoping to try to get that lined up. (laughs) Working on uh, that, but yeah, hopefully uh, filming a special, and uh, we'll see how that goes. But I would love to see uh, some Stoneberg folk out there uh, October 20th. Tickets at uh, dumbdavestone.com or badearl.com. So, this is amazing. I'm so proud of you. Come holler at your boy. It's about time I get some more uh, content out into the comedy universe. F yeah, dude. And it is funny AF, guys. It's okay. It's all right. Boo, I love you and the Lord loves you. I love you and thank you guys for listening. We love you. Rest bye. In, rest in peace, Aunt Joni. Oh, bye, Aunt Joni. I was walking down the street on a sunny day. Hubba, 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 hubba. A feeling in my bones as I have my way. Hubba, 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 hubba. Oh, I'm a happy boy. I'm a happy boy. Oh, ain't it good when things are going your way? Hey, hey. My little dog Spot got hit by a car. Hubba, 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 hubba. Put his guts in a box and put him in a drawer. Hubba, 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 hubba. Oh, I'm a happy boy. Oh, I'm a happy boy. Oh, ain't it good when things are going your way? Hey, hey. Got all about it for a month and a half. Hubba, 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 hubba. 
I looked in the drawer and started to laugh. Hubba, 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 hubba. Cause I'm a happy boy. I'm a happy boy. Oh, ain't it good when things are going your way? Hey, hey. Oh, Lord, yeah. Okay, thank you. 